Ah, ladies and gentle people, happy Sunday. Welcome to Filmy Fate's Spider-Man Review Review. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Dose, which means friend in the Indian languages, Filmy Fate. And joining me is, of course, the editor at Filmy Fate Productions here, Russell the Muscle Purcell. Russell, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I am doing well. Thanks for having me. Of course, it's a pleasure to have you on board. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a fun time. It's that time of the year. Spider-Man No Way Home is coming soon. Yes, the Spider-Man season. <laughs> yeah, it, it is the Spider-Man season. Because, uh, fun fact for anyone who's living under a rock, yesterday Sony just decided to release the first look of uh, Spider-Man uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Part one, by the way, that was... <laughs> I was like, ooh, that's spicy. Okay. I didn't know <laughs> that. Detail. Yeah. Like, I mean, the animation looks better. And um, uh, Miguel O'Hara is looking pretty beefy, as you said. Um, a little too suspiciously beefy. Like, <laughs> he, was, he wasn't very beefy in the after credits scene of Into the Spider-Verse. He's put on like 50 pounds of yeah. muscle. <laughs> that was hilarious. Also a bit scary, but a little bit hilarious. At first, I'm like... Yeah, he's like Venom-sized. Exactly. You know, I was watching your reaction, and someone was saying, like, is that Venom? And I was like... Maybe? No. I mean... No. no. I mean, like, I don't know. He's bulked up. It's been a few years. <laughs> but that's wild, though, because isn't, like, the be beginning of the clip, isn't it, like, the end of Sp End of the Spider-Verse? The, like it when in Miles's room. Yeah, when when Gwen shows up. Uh, it's been a few years at that point. Both of them look a little older. Miles is taller. Uh, Gwen's hair is a lot longer. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fair. I maybe I was just like maybe I missed that small detail. Has Spider Man and Spider Verse re review is coming soon? No, it's not because that movie's <laughs> a fucking masterpiece. So. Well, I don't know. It's up to you. If you want to do it, I'll do it. Otherwise, I ha I see no point in doing a review review for that. It's an objective fact how good it is. So yeah, it's not but... much deliberation necessary. Mm -hmm, yeah. Anyways, I look. Okay, everyone must be wondering for tape. What's this review review that you keep going on about? Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is a new thing. Another new thing that I've come up with in my years of YouTubing. Um, review review is basically um, me and a couple of my friendos, including Russell, uh, reviewing. Uh, we're, okay. Looks, I didn't prepare for this. Uh, we're, we're on the stream. We're reviewing our reviewings of the movies that we we. Basically, we're watching movies and we're doing discussions on them. That's basically it. It's the same thing that I did with um, uh, the Transformers with Russell as well. Uh, where, like, you know, I love those movies, but at the same time, like, I decided to watch some with an observing and critical eye and uh, <laughs> realized, like, they are they're not great. They're not good, <laughs> but what? they're fun. They're fun. <laughs> well, with the exception of Bumblebee. Bumblebee is... Is great. In fact, hang on. Uh, not, I mean, I've already showed this to Russell, but um, I might as well 
show the, show the viewers here because, ladies and gentlemen, I've decided to get into physical media. Yes, indeed. Uh, two masterpieces. I don't know if you want to call Bumblebee a masterpiece. I think it's a great Transformers film. I think it's the best one yet. Uh, I got Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, and I've got Bumblebee. And it is this showing up backwards on the camera? Uh, I don't know. It looks not fine to me. <laughs> it doesn't look fine to you? It does look fine to me. Oh, it does? Okay. I, I'm, I look at the screen, though, and it is uh, the stream, and it is backwards, though. So. Oh, this, is, this is hilarious. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Just, just go with this. But yeah, I got... Um, I got 4K Blu-rays now. This is this is the life now. This is the way. I'm still waiting on my five movie Transformers collection to to show up. Uh, it says that it should be coming, getting here by like December 11th. So that's some good news. I I've heard that there's been a lot of delays with 4K Blu-rays. So I'm just like, all right. Uh, but yeah, no. Um. One set or as you can watch them every day. Oh boy, every day. That'll be fun. But no, the plan is that uh, at the end of the semester, since I've actually been doing good this semester, believe it or not, uh, <laughs> uh, we're, we're actually deciding on uh, getting a 4K Blu-ray player because um, sadly... Wait, you don't have one yet? <laughs> no, I've been watching them on my PS5, but my PS5 doesn't have Dolby Vision. So I'm just like, okay incredible sure but uh yeah no i mean another thing is i can't handle going like this and like because you know how the disc drive is like weirdly just positioned weirdly like if it's laying flat then yeah it's like okay you can put it in normally just but when it's on the side when it's in turn it sideways <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm doing though, because then I have to take the disc out because these things are so fragile. I have to like take it out and then I have to go like this, and then I have to. Why do you have to do this? Be okay, because the disc drive is when it's in uh, standing form. It's on the other side. It's not in a. It's not in a place where I can just go like boop and then plop it in. No, I have to twist my hand. And go that way. Because of the orientation. This is one of the weirdest designs. Yet interesting designs. That I've ever seen. And honestly if they just made. A, just a simple box. I would be just fine with that. But you know what. I'm not going to spend any more money. And we're not going to spend any more time. Talking about my problems. We're going to talk about Spider-Man. Ah oh, boy. So um, uh, for those who are worrying. Because. For those who are worrying by the title of this uh, episode, because this is the Sam Raimi trilogy review review, um, we are going to be talking about all three Spider-Man, uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man films, including Spider-Man 2.1, because uh, one of us decided, one of us accidentally rented out <laughs> Spider-Man 2.1 instead of Spider-Man 2. So, um, uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to talk about that as well. Uh, but, um, for those who are worrying, like, oh boy, this is gonna take forever, uh, uh, do not worry, my friends, because, uh, we're gonna be taking 10-minute breaks in between each film, uh, and also for anyone who's viewing this, uh, whoever's listening to this or watching this afterwards, whether it's on YouTube or whether it's on, uh, your favorite podcast platform, it's gonna be split into three episodes, so don't worry about that, I'll do an intro, don't worry about it. By the way, before we begin, though, um... 
This this is hilarious because now I'm doing the spoiler warning. The, the tables have turned, Russell. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a huge spoiler warning for those who haven't seen uh, the Sam Raimi trilogy, including Spider-Man 2.1. Uh, but of course, I'll let I'll let you all know when we get to Spider Man Two. Then, you know, I'll let you know. But other than that, if you haven't seen the Sam Raimi trilogy uh, and you're interested in seeing it, go check it out first and then come back to this. Otherwise, I hope you all enjoyed the show. Um, I've got my notes here. We are ready to go. I feel like I'm missing something, but if somebody hasn't seen the Sam Raimi Spider Man trilogy after 20 years, yeah. <laughs> It's was, their own fault. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, but at the same time, it was just like, you know what? People are busy, right? People weren't born in, you know, the 2000s in that in that time. You know, no one was fortunate. Not a lot of people were fortunate to be born in those those years. That's hilarious. Okay. Clearly from your face, I'm seeing that my joke is not hitting. So we're just going to move on to the first movie. <laughs> we're starting with Sam Raimi's first Spider-Man film from 2002. As you can see in the background, I will change the background uh, every um, every film. Uh, so, yeah. Also, you see, I told you. I told you, Russell. I told you. I'm going to mess up so many times today. Um, also... Not only are we uh, doing a review for the Sam Raimi trilogy, we're also doing it for the Mark Webb duology and for the John Watts trilogy. <laughs> Bless you. Thank um, you. Now, a lot of people might be wondering, what do those mean, Fate? Because, you know, not a lot of people are Spidey fans like us and, you know, know who's behind what project. So let me just translate that for you. So today we're talking about the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man uh, trilogy. We're uh, next week. We're going to be talking about the Amazing Spider-Man or Andrew Garfield's run of Spider-Man, and then uh, finally on the week of December seventeenth, we're going to be talking about uh, Marvel Studios slash MCU slash Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man. So uh, yeah, that's going to be a ton of fun. So on on Tom Holland's week, we're going to be watching Homecoming and Far From Home and no way home and we will be discussing no way home so for that um you won't have to worry too much about spoilers because then um by the time you you'll only have to worry when we're streaming so once we're streaming then you'll know then you'll have to like log out but once you see it you can go back to once again your favorite podcast service or or youtube and then you can find the um you can find this the uh no way home episode Sorry, my parents are like talking really loud. We love talking loud. It's it's something that we do. So yeah, it was hilarious because I was watching Spider Man Two. I was trying to hear everything that's happening, but like my mom was talking super loud. So yeah, that's fun. That's gonna completely distract me today. But anyways, let's get started. I, no time to waste here because we're actually we have three films to talk about in one day. So this this will be fun. Uh, but anyways, let's go ahead and start with Spider Man. From 2002. Uh, I got a lot of notes for this. Um, starting with opening credits roll and Danny Elfman's theme is a chef's kiss, as always. Uh, some people don't like the voiceovers done by Peter, but I think for the time, this is good. Um, I forgot all about the voice act. Voiceover. Yeah. <laughs> so did I, but it's... It's, it's a very it's a very early 2000s feature of movies. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Um, okay, the, here's where I, 
That's hilarious. As soon as I started to read them, iCloud just decides to log me out. Here, you take over while I log into my iCloud. <laughs> you got nothing? I thought the narration was funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really get insights about this, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, we clearly did our homework. Um, okay. All right. I'm back on. Uh, so this is my first gripe with this film. Uh, we see Peter running after the bus when we see MJ stop the bus for him. He gets on and gets bullied on immediately. For the 2000s, uh, this was fine. But now I'll consider this dated. I get that this is this probably happens in the comics. But for me, the scene was cringe. Maybe it's the MCU Spidey films that are changing my idea of comic book bullies. You just mean like him being bullied incessantly by everybody? Yeah, pretty much. Like him just like, okay, he's trying to... Even like the nerd, even well, what was considered nerd back in the day, literally says that, no, you can't sit here. It's like, wow, he's like a complete reject. I mean, the big thing, the biggest thing about these movies is that, the, is that they're extremely over the top in almost every way. Yeah. And super corny. Mm -hmm. This is definitely part of it. Yeah. And they're just trying to hammer home how much Peter Parker is just shit on all the time. <laughs> yeah. They definitely learn they definitely learn the mistake. They learn their mistakes and then they fix them in Spider-Man 2, but let's, I digress. Um uh, we see he's the still shit on in Spider-Man 2. <laughs> he still is, but it's it's better though. It's better. It's not as much as Spider-Man 1. But um I'll I'll get to that uh in the next one. Uh, we see the class arrive, and I'm sorry, but why does the teacher look like he's a student? This isn't Mr. Young. Oh, yeah. He does look pretty young. Uh, well, it's obviously it's because they're all played by, like, 25-year-old people, so... Uh, I, I thought about that, too. I thought about looking up his age, but I forgot. <laughs> um, and by the way, that was a reference to this Canadian show that had a run on Disney XD called Mr. Young, where basically it was Doogie Howser... But it was a teacher. So, yeah. That's hilarious. It's actually an underrated show. Some people should see it. Uh, okay. Uh, now, here's one of the good parts, though, of this film. Every time Willem Dafoe is on screen, it's so entertaining. It's like I can't get enough of Willem Dafoe. Yeah, he's he's great. And it was, it was honestly genius to cast him. I, like, I don't know how obvious that casting would have been back then, but, like, Obviously, he's a household name at this point. Right, yeah. Um, and I guess in large part, it's thanks to this movie. Because mm -hmm. he's, he's, like, he's in a lot of, like, smaller projects. He always has been, but I think this really put him on the map for the general audiences. Including the video game audience, too. He was in, uh, recently, he was in a video game. Uh, in? I know he was in a, he was in a, why can't I remember this? Um, he was in Beyond Two Souls, but, oh, 12 Minutes. He was in 12 Minutes recently with, also with uh, James McAvoy and um, Ray Skywalker. Sorry! Uh, <laughs> I clearly know her name, right? Yeah, I clearly know her name. I, I don't I don't forget her name. How can I forget her name? 
Do you want me to just say it, or do you want me to let you struggle? No. Say <laughs> it. <laughs> Star Wars review review coming. Just because of the fact that Fate can't remember Ray's, Ray's, uh, the, the actress who plays Ray's name. Um, but anyways. Okay. Uh, all right. Harry forgets his bag in the car, and Norman brings up brings his. Yeah, Harry forgets his bag in the car, and Norman brings him his bag. Meeting Peter, did Peter not know Harry for a long time? I know this must have been for. Well, there's dialogue in the car. Um, Norman says to Harry that he's been kicked out of a bunch of private schools, so now he has to go here, implying that he hasn't gone there for very long. Mm, okay. And ob- and obviously, uh, Peter had never met Norman before, so we can infer that it's not been a while. <laughs> hmm. All right, because it just it just feels like they're like they're longtime buds, but I don't know if 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 you say so, then I'll I'll take it. I'm uh, just going off of the dialogue. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. We got we got we got to stick to the source. Um, and we then to go back to formula. <laughs> <laughs> we have to go back to formula. Um. Uh, my seventh back to noted, formula. Back to formula? Uh, y- you know, I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. I swear, man, every line that he that he delivers, it's so entertaining. I, was gonna I don't say, know why. Everything in this, every line of this movie is iconic. It's <laughs> it's honestly incredible. <laughs> like every word that comes out of people's mouths, especially uh, Willem Dafoe. Yeah. <laughs> Just so, so iconic. So memorable. <laughs> and for that reason, I'd say the writing is really good overall. Mm-hmm. Just for, I mean, for like a comic book movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because um, there are other features of the writing that I do not like very much, and I will get into them. Yeah, same. Uh, I like that the trip is focused on spiders. Makes sense for the origin story. Uh, as the person shows the different spiders and their abilities, she's actually telling the abilities a Spider-Man has, which I think is very cool. For example, she explains how one of the spider's webs are as strong as high-tension wire used in bridge building. I mean, we all we also learned this in um, The Amazing Spider-Man, but once again, I'm just so excited for this because, like, I love these movies and I want to talk about them, but, like, we're focusing on Sam Raimi this week so go ahead you were gonna say something um yeah the scene is just like it's very comic book (laughs) it's very contrived but it's like it works in the context of the movie it's like of course they're going to like this museum that is also like a laboratory but it's like the architecture does not seem like it's a laboratory And they're just, they have a bunch of spiders with special abilities, and they're like, this is our super spider that we ma- manufactured with all of the abilities. It's like, why are you making this? Yeah. What's the point of this spider? <laughs> like, what purpose does this serve? And then it's like, <laughs> of course it bites him. It's like, <laughs> just very contrived, but in a good way, because it's just like, it's funny, and it's it's weird. <laughs> right, yeah. But another thing to consider is that this is kind of something that you would find in a comic book in an actual, like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just, like, for, for like, a serious movie, this absolutely wouldn't work, because it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but for this, it's like, oh, yeah, it's, like, the audience just takes it for granted, because it's Spider-Man. It's a comic book world, and it's like, this just, this helps establish the world we're living in, that's just, um... The world that the characters are living in, I should say. It's just like crazy and 
you could have a lab where you make super spiders for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> also, there's the one scene about um, he mentions a spider with a cloaking ability. And obviously, Spider-Man does not have a cloaking ability. Oh. Uh, but Miles Morales does. Yeah, I was going to say, possible. Miles Morales did not exist at this point, but it's possible that he was partially inspired by that. I don't know. Sure, His yeah. Abilities. I can definitely say that. Ah. Uh... Oh boy. <laughs> ah, the teacher is hilarious. As he as the bullies once again bump Peter, <laughs> Harry tries to intervene and defend him. In result, the bully the bullies bully him too, leading to the leading the teacher to threatening them. <laughs> and I quote, the next person or sorry, mm -mm. next person who talks will fail this course. I kid you not. He's not even <laughs> trying to be funny. He looks so young and he's whispering, thinking he's scary. I looked up his age, by the way. <laughs> he's two years older than Tobey Maguire. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, so, wow, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> this casting is fucking weird, man. Oh. I saw a theory just the other day that's like, um, it was on Reddit and somebody's just like, I have a theory that um, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies are set in a universe where everybody um, matures faster. And that's why everybody looks like adults, but they're still in high school. <laughs> or not matures, but like like physically matures. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Harry is making conversation with MJ after Peter refuses to make a move on her. Once again, the teacher shows up and pulls Harry to the side and talks about how we listen. God, this teacher. Hopefully this teacher gets a cameo in No Way Home. That'll be hilarious. <laughs> They're coming through. I can't stop them. The teacher flies out. And Mr. Ditkovich flies out. <laughs> All the side characters from the movies fly out instead of more villains. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. Uh, Peter takes pictures of MJ next to the spiders. I'm writing this for when we watch the Amazing Spider-Man 1. Jesus, Pasquate, calm down. Uh, it's probably it's it's probably because um I don't want to spoil. No, sorry. Nope. We're we're going to keep it we're going to keep it in 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 uh Spider-Man 1. I'm I'm not going to I'm not I'll I'll get back to it when we next week. God, next week feels so long. Feels so far away. Um again, very nice showing all the abilities of the super spiders and uh, Spider-Man, web tensile strength, spider strength, jumping, speed, uh, spider sense. Very nice. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uncle Ben is putting a light bulb in and Aunt May is sassy. Dang. <laughs> did you write dang in your notes? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, whatever I thought I was going to say on the show, I wrote it in text. So... Most of what I'm going to say is from here. Uh, Uncle Ben says he's 68 years old. How old were Peter's parents then? That's my question. I know this is an answer, yeah. but like that's something to think it's about. A, it, that's, uh, I've seen over the years a lot of people are like, why are Aunt May and Uncle Ben so old? <laughs> like, How old were Peter's parents? And I don't really think there's an answer. Yeah. Besides, like, the, big, the best thing is like maybe... Like, I think Uncle Ben is the one who's, like, Peter's dad's brother or something. But uh -huh. I guess maybe Uncle Ben was 
like 10 years older than his brother or something. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, that that's weird because then if he, if if they didn't mention in the movie that, you know, they were Uncle Ben and they were Aunt May, I would have completely thought that they were just his grandparents. Just saying. I mean, that's I, they could also be. Maybe they are his great uncle and great aunt. Sure, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, okay, so now, so there's now a sequence devoted to show that the spider bite is taking effect. I, uh, I wrote this down because, for one, it seemed a bit corny, but at the same time, it was like, it's well, too That's the thing, these whole, this entire movie is corny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's... The, the editing in this movie is very out there. Yeah, <laughs> it's very yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for if anybody doesn't remember, it's like like a skull appears yes! on Peter's face, and like all this crazy shit happens, like fade ins and stuff. It's it's really bonkers, but it's like once again it works because it's like a comic book movie. It's emulating a comic book. Yeah, it's like comic books have these whole page spreads that are like just like a bunch of crazy artwork. Sometimes you know. I'm sad for anyone who's epileptic. This is I, this is not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I, may, I shouldn't be speaking for people who have epilepsy, but it feels like if, I don't know. Where I was it's going. not that bad. It's just crazy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Norman drinks something out of a vial and throws it at the ground. That's how you know he's a villain. Does that already happen? Uh, I, I didn't notice any, unless if you have something to say, but I, what about the scene where like the government contractors like comes into his lab and talks to him? That happens before that, doesn't it? It does. I, I just didn't have anything to say about it. Okay. Yeah. That's all. Do you have anything to say about it? No, I thought it was, no, I thought it was funny that he, he just throws it on the ground and smashes it. Like just so extra for no reason. It's like, he's. Not even really evil yet. He's just like upset, right? But he's right. just like, <laughs> yeah. like you could reuse that vial. Like, why so wasteful? And also, while causing a dangerous, like, broken glass on the floor. Like, yeah, just put it down, you lunatic. <laughs> yeah, but hey, this is this is this is two thousands. It it has to be over the top. Um. Okay. So, uh, now he's getting strapped into the. We're not strapped, but he's getting into the thing, and uh, he says, "That's cold." <laughs> ah, and then this is my note. Ah, Willem Dafoe, you are a delight. Yes, he is. And then he's uh, pretty good. And then you know, uh, so so he gets that. Uh, he he gets the green smoke, and then uh, he 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 grabs he grabs the doctor, and he says uh, something like, "Back to formula," and then he you know throws him across the fucking glass and, and then you know he jumps on this is how over the top this movie is and that's what i love because <laughs> he does the goblin pose right as he comes out of the tank it's like <laughs> it's part of the part of the serum <laughs> it makes him act like a lunatic crazy man <laughs> oh. i'm the goblin <laughs> i love how uh I appreciated that the scientists like seemed to genuinely care about him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, oh, Norman, and then he just fucking kills him. <laughs> him right there I next. mean, I feel like he, I feel like they understand how much 
work and effort that Norman has put into his company. So like there's there's a sense of that. This is like the one guy who who understands because <laughs> they kick him out later. The board kicks him off. Yeah, but that happens later though. Um. Okay, so now uh, it's morning, and Peter wakes up with uh, abs, and <laughs> it is so it's so corny and over the top and uh you know I mean, um, he's not even like that extra muscular like he's like he has a pretty normal body type fit. still he's just fit <laughs> yeah he's like and it's like and it's like I, I i hate to be talking about spider-man 2 right now but like when you see him in spider-man 2 and he's wearing a shirt or something it looks like he's skinny it looks like like i don't know maybe he was wearing like a larger shirt or I don't know what it is, but he just looks so weird with that shirt on. Anyways, I digress. I'll get into that in a bit. Uh, but I decided to quote one of the one of the lines. <laughs> change, yeah, big change. Oh, boy, uh, uh, yeah, that... big change. And then he just comes down the stairs and he, like runs on the wall and stuff. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a video. I saw uh, I saw YouTube poop on 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 YouTube <laughs> where he just drop kicks on. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I don't know, man. The, 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 the re okay, the reason why I wrote change, yeah, big change, is because he looks down. And, and, like, for those who just, like, are watching this later on, they, like, think of the other possibilities of, like, what else could he be looking at? And so, like... <laughs> oh, oh, God. Um. Okay, so... Okay, so, um. yeah, I do have to mention the chemistry between Uncle Ben... And Peter is great in this movie. Um, you know when the the little um, the le the little exchange of um, dialogue. Uh, you know, uh, don't start without me and don't start with me. I thought that was I thought that was a pretty nice uh, sign of chemistry between the two. Um, do you have anything to say? Because I because I know you also have notes, and I've been like I'm only talking about the parts that like stood out to me. So, well, I. I'll just tell you, I didn't take very many notes for this trilogy. Okay. <laughs> just kind of winging it. Okay. That, but, uh, so, yeah, you just lead the way. But anyway, I mean, I, I have stuff to say still. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, You're yeah, busier than that's... me, so it's completely fine. I'm not even like, <laughs> like, whoa, you didn't even do your research, dude. <laughs> God, I, did, I watched the movies. Yeah. I've seen them a million times. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay. Uncle Ben is I like him. Yeah, he's uh, one of Cliff two Robertson. Uncle Bens that appeared in movies. Yeah, Cliff Robertson does a great job. Um. Okay, MJ gets verbally abused with what I assume is her dad, and Peter witnesses this. MJ has it rough in these films. Excuse me. I don't know if that's a thing in the comics. That's something I just wanted to point out for myself, just in case. Because now that I've actually seen a bunch of comic book movies and I understand the origins and all, I'm just, like, noticing these things now. So, uh, Peter misses the bus and chases after it, showing that he now has super speed and sticky hands. Sticky hands. Sticky hands. Uh, okay. Uh, okay, right. I keep losing my, losing track here. Uh... Peter's eating lunch, MJ walks by, and she slips on orange juice on the floor. Uh, that part's Peter hilarious, because she's just walking by with, like, a big grin on her face for some reason. It's just like, <laughs> And it's like, I don't know. Uh, P 
Peter's uh, spider sense kicks in and we get an, estab an establishing sound effect for it, which I think is nice because, you know, you hear the, you hear them, you hear the spider sense. It's nice, uh, especially for me because, uh, look, I don't mean to brag, but I listened to this in Dolby Atmos with the speakers and everything. So it was a very nice experience. Um, let's see here. What else is there? Um, oh uh we also see peter's reflexes as he catches all of mj's lunch note i believe this took a lot of takes to get as this was practical and not cg so i have to uh i have to uh, com uh I have it, was, to... it was like 50 or maybe over 100 takes or something mm -hmm. <laughs> i do have Toby to Toby just insisted on doing it himself did he insist on doing that was that not a Wow, okay. Pretty sure. Pretty okay. sure it's him who wanted to do it. Awesome. He did do it. Eventually. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, wow, nice reflexes. Oh, gosh. You see something today, and it's just all CG because it all looks so good now. So it's like, <laughs> there's no need to do that. Also, there was a. Uh, I, w I would like to reference because I'm a film person. <laughs> I'm quite a film viewer myself. Uh. Uh, going back to, uh, this is completely unrelated to Spider-Man, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, where, uh, Michael Sarah is throwing the package into the bin. I don't know if you remember this. Vaguely. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh MJ re realizes Peter has blue eyes. This is first of many scenes that I find a bit annoying now. MJ asks if he just got contacts and in response peter just smiles at her i know he's supposed to be awkward but i don't i i don't think i'm what i don't know if that was a satisfying awkwardness he does a nod or response note the awkwardness is what andrew garfield does very well God, why do it why did i keep writing these notes uh but yeah no any comments on that I mean, I didn't have a problem with it. He, the implication is he's never even really talked to MJ before. Hmm. Okay. So, like, and also he's obsessed with her. So he just, like, loses all mental function when he finally <laughs> interacts with her for the first time, I guess. Okay, that's fair. All right. Uh, you see, that's why I have you here. Um, MJ walks away and... Now we see a fork stuck to Peter's hand. As he tries to take it off, we see that the fork is stuck to webbing. Now here's something I feel a bit weird about. His webs are organic webs. They're coming out of his wrist. I don't hate it, but I just feel kind of weird about it since I learned that Peter makes his web shooters. Yeah, it's kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure in pre-production they were going to give him built web shooters ones that he built himself mm -hmm. but they decided to give him organic ones for some reason and it's just it's really creepy and weird oh. but it's like you, you forget about it eventually but it's like he looks at his wrist and there's like a weird like gross uh. wet spider like webbing hole and it's like it's why has it got to come out of his wrist <laughs> it's hilarious because when 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 the Amazing Spider-Man came out and I watched it, I was like, hey, this isn't what I've seen. And then I go to the comics and I'm like, holy shit, wait, Spider-Man doesn't have organic webs. Or at least like the 
most common Spider-Man, I should say, because obviously there's other Spider-Men. So uh, that's an interesting thing. Uh, Peter shoots a web and no one notices this. No one sees this. But as soon as he tugs on it and sends a tray of food that flashes back, then everyone knows it. Uh, notices this. Uh, also, it's funny how no one connects this event to Spider-Man later in the film, re realizing Peter Parker is Spider-Man. I was thinking that, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, huh, Peter has webs coming out of him. He's yeah. doing flips, catching stuff, beats the shit out of Flash <laughs> with no trouble, <laughs> just dodges every hit and then punches him once and he goes flying. And then Spider-Man, like, appears, like, a month later. It's like, Hmm. Yeah, I, I wonder who that could be. I, I could, I could just, I could just like visualize someone sitting at home, like one, one of the, one of the grads who saw this happen, go, looking at the screen and going, "Oh, oh. Leo DiCaprio, the, the, that Carpio, DiCaprio meme for you there." It's him. Yeah, I know that guy. Hey, look at that. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, we now get a sequence. Uh, showing off the spider sense, we also get to see his super speed as Flash attempts to punch him in slow motion. Um, which I thought was nice. I mean, the, the visual effects in this are quite good. Uh, I mean, obviously there's, there are some moments where I'm like, hmm, yeah. I wonder if that, I was wondering if that scene was just done with, like, people moving slowly. Oh, gosh, could you imagine? I'm pretty sure it was, to be honest. <laughs> I think half it of it, like it. I, I'd like to think that half of it was CG and half of them, half of it was them like going really slow, but, um, Peter finally counterstrikes, throwing Flash across the hall. As Peter is smiling at his powers, MJ gives him a look that makes the scene tense. I like this at, I like this, but at the same time, it doesn't feel right for some reason. I don't like it. This is the first instance of MJ being the worst. <laughs> oh Yeah. Which continues through all three movies. Preview of my opinion. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But it's just like, she looks at him in disgust for beating up Flash after Flash was trying to beat him up and has bullied him for his entire high, high school experience. It's like, wow, he stood up for himself and now you're disgusted by him? Right. It's like, it's like literally, literally, Harry shows up and MJ's like, Harry, help him. And it's like, it's like, no. But now you're like, wow, he stood up for himself. I, uh, I, can, under, I can understand you're that she might be Peter. in shock, but the look that she gives him is just, I don't understand. Also, not to mention she's dating Flash. Yeah, <laughs> for exactly. For some reason. She but, has a promise ring. He gave her a promise ring that she accepted. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it, like later... At, at the graduation scene, she gives him a ring back, and I'm pretty sure it was meant to be a promise ring. Or maybe he, like, proposed to her or something. I don't know. But in yeah. any case... Yes! That exists. I mean, that exists, but I, in this situation, I don't think so. But What do you think it was? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was a nice piece of jewelry. I don't know. May uh, I don't know. Ah! Okay, getting back on track here. Okay, um, so see, so we see Peter run away and cut to him running in the street and runs into an alley. Did he just ditch school? I guess. <laughs> just completely forgetting his backpack and everything. Just 
he he like he goes to school without a backpack earlier on, <laughs> doesn't he? Like when he after he gets his powers, he just leaves the house with nothing. <laughs> I'm pretty You're sure. You're right. What? <laughs> that makes. Oh my god. I'm okay. <laughs> I, uh, there there are just some like ob- this obnoxious scenes in this film that are just justified. This. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, uh, I really like the shot of the spikes coming out of his fingers, and obviously one of the most uh, iconic shots of him climbing up the building. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, I love that shot so much. But, it, but it, it does look really good, though, because it, when you think about it, this was one of the first few comic book movies. So, like, just to see that on screen is just such a good, good feeling. Um. Okay, so he does this. This is a minor thing. He does this weird thing with his fists as he's running on the rooftops. I don't like that. Where he's going like this. <laughs> it's. it's <laughs> Runs like a weirdo. <laughs> I, I'd assume that that's probably the CG. Uh clone of him maybe but i don't know probably <laughs> oh gosh his cg clone was noticeable a lot in these movies <laughs> oh yeah looking very strange uh, by the way before we move too yeah. far away from flash i thought it was it's funny that uh he ended up growing up to be a uh, death stroke You know what's funny though? I, I I was I was on Instagram a while back and um I saw that Joe Maganello who plays Flash Thompson uh who also plays Deathstroke. He said that he's done with Deathstroke. He does not want to he doesn't want to play Deathstroke anymore. Yeah, cuz those movies are ass. <laughs> it's kind of sad though because he seems kind of cool as Deathstroke. So bet he didn't get to do anything. Anyway, yeah. Spider-Man. Also, you know, I, I was starting to think you were going to lead that to Flash Thompson <laughs> becoming a, a bad, a shitty lawyer. Because that's what he is in uh, How I Met Your Mother. Because Joe Magnello is oh, in How I Met Your Mother. And he I'll watch that, that, that show. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, I only know him as Deathstroke. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that explains everything. Um, Note to self, reduce... Note to self, reduce the amount of good notes since everything else in this movie, movies are things you like. <laughs> Clearly, I didn't do this, but thank you for the note anyways, Pacifate. Uh, we cut to Peter getting home, realizing he forgot to paint the kitchen with Uncle Ben. We then see, uh, we then see, uh, what? Changes are being saved. Why is this happening? Oh my God, this is hilarious. Uh, we cut to Peter... The fuck? Oh, I love this so much. We cut to Peter getting home, realizing he forgot to paint the kitchen with Uncle Ben. We then see Peter taking out the trash, uh, noticing that MJ's father is once again abusing her. The beginning of the of the interaction between MJ and Peter, acting wise, is a bit off. Yes. <laughs> you okay? Ah. <laughs> oh. My voice cracked, I guess. 
um, yeah, that scene is not good. <laughs> and it just goes on for way too long. That scene was so bad that you it just affected your voice. It was just like... <laughs> um, so it's established that they're graduating that year. I was going to bring this up before, but for teenagers, the cast only looks teenager enough, if that makes any sense. Though once they graduate and they're in the city, it makes sense. The casting makes sense. They still look too old, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, even even Spider-Man PS4, he's like, what? Like, uh, 20? He's, like, he's like in his early 20s. Yeah, early 20s. He's, I think he's in, he's not in college, is he? Or... Um, I think he's out of college. And yeah. Spider-Man PS4. But yeah, they still they both of the both MJ and Peter still look very young. Which, by the way, preview uh, in terms of MJ's, I think that's the best MJ in Spider-Man PS4. Yeah, that's that's the best one. So I mean, there's only two to choose or three to choose from. Well, what what do you mean? In what way? Because I I'm, mean that there's not an MJ in Amazing Spider-Man. Right, right. I'm I'm talking about like the the classic redhead MJ. I'm not talking about uh, Michelle Jones from uh, MCU Spider Man. Okay, because that's not Mary Jane. Remember. So there's only two to choose from then. <laughs> yeah, there's only two to choose from. Uh, well, technically, there's another one in in Spectacular Spider Man, but I haven't gotten to that bit. So the point is that Spider Man P is for MJ is far better than this mj but that's not the point that we're trying to make here uh so um okay so peter peter's trying out his web shooting in his room and accidentally breaks a lamp when aunt may knocks to see what's going on the writing's a bit weird for me uh excuse me hold on okay uh aunt may says he's acting so strangely and in response he says okay thanks i mean maybe i'm overthinking this but it just didn't feel right to me. I mean, <laughs> once again, the writing is not great. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it works for this. It's like, oh, I'm sometimes. working out. I have no clothes on. I mean, <laughs> even Spectacular Spider-Man handles this so well, thing. and that's a show for kids. Peter goes, "Aunt May, I'm indecent." It's like I don't know. <laughs> the writing is Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's it's not terrific. Mm. Uh but it works for the most part, I would say. Yeah. Uh oh, the way on. that the lamp smashes on the wall, by the way, is <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny to me because it's just like and then it just flies past his head. <laughs> uh like why did you do that <laughs> because because Tobey Maguire is an asshole in this movie <laughs> no he's he's not really <laughs> do you think he is not really I'm just okay I'm gonna be completely honest I was checking to make sure that our audio meters were good in the stream oh. and I, I was just like talking out of my bat, uh, my butt. So, I see. no. Um, but you know who is an asshole? Mary Jane Watson. Well, anyways, okay. Um, okay. My next note. Oh, oh boy. You know what's ready? 
Bone saw is ready. Boom saw. <laughs> Oh the man, best. the best. Oh man. Uh, it's interesting that Peter gets a superhero name from the fighting match. Um, I thought that was a nice detail. Uh, also, by the way, uh, this no, is he's the human spider. Human spider, but uh, Bruce Campbell. That's what you got. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all that you got. And this is like, um, I love that. That's one of the my favorite scenes of the movie. I think because he's like Spider Man and he's standing there for a second, and then he's like that. That's not my name. You got my name. <laughs> he wrong. makes such a big deal out of it. He's just like, they're no, like, get out there, kid. He's like, no, that's not that. my name. Yeah, it's I hilarious. That was really funny. Um, and also, obviously, Bruce Campbell. Oh yeah, he's the greatest of all time. Right. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of theories because preview. He's in all three of them as different characters in each. He one. is. He I've is. I've seen. I've seen theories about him uh, being intending to like be Mysterio and a potential fourth one. That was never made. Could you imagine if Bruce Campbell played? It would have been great, <laughs> dude. I, I, you know what? Another theory: he's a variant. He's a variant of what? Of who? Of himself? Of, of himself? <laughs> There's three variants of him in the same universe. Who knows? Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, quote. Quote time. That's a cute outfit. Did your husband make it for you? Uh, okay. That was a... A little problematic now. That was Sign a shitty thing to say, yeah. <laughs> no, even if it's problematic... Even, like, for now, even for then. That's that's kind of a shitty thing to say, man. I mean, what if... I mean, a, yeah, obviously. I mean, but... what, if, what, if, what if his possible husband did? I'm just saying. Is uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The Definitely wouldn't be in a movie these days. Yeah. Um. Okay, the match is over, and Peter gets his hundred dollars instead of three thousand dollars for winning the match in two minutes. A robber wa walks in and robs of money as Peter calls the elevator. The robber makes his getaway uh, by taking the elevator. This is where the famous meme originates. "Quote: I miss the part where that's my problem." That's the <laughs> thing about the with great power comes great responsibility. It makes sense in this situation because remember before the fight. Uncle Ben has the with great power comes great responsibility talk with them. So it makes sense now. Uh you take into consideration that that chat. He doesn't uh, understand Peter doesn't take into consideration that chat. Yeah, he doesn't. But I'm talking about like in, in terms of the viewer though. In the viewer. Yeah. And uh, I flash back to it later when Peter realizes. Uh, I like how the guy's like, you could have taken him a pie. Yeah. <laughs> I missed the part where that's my problem. Yeah. It's like, damn. Should have given him the money. Eesh. It's like, yeah, that wasn't the right thing to do, but also that guy was a was a jerk for not giving him the money. Right. Like, I, and it's like, that's such a stupid rule. Like, okay, you have to last three minutes in order to get $3,000. That's, yeah. I, I, if he'd gotten $1,000, then that would have been fine. Or like... Around like a thousand to two thousand, that would have been fine, but like really a hundred? It's like I don't know. Uh okay, Peter goes after the killer of Uncle Ben, and I just realized that the sequence is CG Toby Maguire. I had just realized this. Because remember when he's I, swinging? 
Yeah, when, when we get that, when we get that bombastic Danny Elfman theme where it goes, da, 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 and he's going up and he's, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, CG clone. <laughs> yeah, um, it's hilarious because I saw one of the reviews like way back in two thousand two. <laughs> someone saying that the CG is outrageous in this film. Like good outrageous or bad outrageous? Bad outrageous. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's easy to forgive because it's 2002, right? But it, it's it's definitely noticeable, and I'm sure it was noticeable back then as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so it's graduation, and there it is again. Norman tells Peter, "If you ever need anything, just give me a call." Wait, nothing about him confronting uh, Uncle Ben's killer. Uh, well, like I said in my past note, that like. Most of these notes are just things that that stood out to me. Um, that's that scene was fine to me. I didn't see anything, unless if you've seen anything, but I didn't really see anything super. I mean, you could just discuss it. Oh, really? I mean, I thought it was a good scene. Like, I always forget that that guy actually dies, and it's oh. kind of like because he trips and falls out the window. Well, I see. And um. Yeah, Peter never seems too broken up about that. <laughs> he oh. kind of caused this guy's death. <laughs> huh. I'm not sure if he should feel worse about that. Well, I mean... I, like, I, I know that he's upset that Uncle Ben died, but the whole point is that... Like, he has this responsibility, and that he can't use it to do bad things. Right. So... Yeah, not, I'm not that... sure... Now, obviously, he didn't cause the guy to die, but I mean, he kind of did. <laughs> right, it led him to, you know, causing his own death. But yeah, I mean, now that you bring that up, because honestly, if I'm being honest with you, I I actually thought that he was just knocked out. He was just unconscious. No, that guy's fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Now that you bring that up, yeah, I can understand that. Like, I can understand that he wasn't broken up about it, but I feel like he was still pretty. He was still pretty filled with revenge, if that makes any sense, I think. So, I'm not saying that's good. I, I'm not saying that, oh, Peter killed Uncle Ben's killer. Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah, well done, well done, yeah. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, like, it's not super noticeable, but for, like, us Spy Spidey fans and re-watching this, it's like, uh... Yeah, okay, bud. This probably, you know, this probably should have... That probably should have happened. Tommy McGuire, uh, Peter actually feeling bad about it, but also um, him being present for Uncle Ben's death is a pretty emotional scene. Yeah, I yeah. feel like Tommy McGuire is actually pretty good at um, like expressing sadness in kind of a realistic way because it's like he's good at like ugly crying, you know? Oh yeah, no, I agree. Like some people have such a problem with this of like. Oh my gosh, his his facial expenses are so ridiculous. But if you really think about it, if if this was like real life, then yeah, that's probably how he would look. So I'm just like, his facial expressions are great. It's like he's so expressive in all the movies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the times when I, he makes a really funny face. <laughs> the preview of the second movie. At the end, oh boy! He's like, no! 
I'm gonna get into that. Oh. Also, also. Oh wait, no. Let's let's wait for the next movie. Gosh, you're teasing me. Okay. You're teasing me, Russell Purcell. Ah, okay. So let's see. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Oh, that's right. Okay, so now, uh, okay, so it's graduation, and there it is again. Norman tells Peter, "If you need anything, if you ever need anything, just give me a call." Peter's just smiling at Norman. The least you can do is nod. And then it fades away. It's like, he, all he's doing is this. You forgot Norman's shitting on Harry. He's like, I've been proven wrong before, but good job graduating. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh my god. It's like, no wonder. Harry is honestly, like, destroyed in all three of these movies. He goes through so much shit. And, like, yeah. I feel like the the like the character development through line for all three of these movies is very solid right that i appreciate just like but, harry getting absolutely destroyed in all three it feels natural that he would fall to the dark side in the third one right but still i i have to say though as as much as i, I i'm not hating i'm not extremely hating on uh harry but his his some of his choices are just do you have any to talk about now? Not right now, no. Okay. But I'll get into it. <laughs> but it's just like his dad like despises him. It's like Right. It's like He's uh, just all he wants is like the approval of his father, and his father just can't give two shits about him. Meanwhile, his dad is just fawning over Peter all the time. It's like Honestly, it's, honestly, it's it's worse in Spectacular Spider-Man. Well, from what Spectacular Spider-Man, it's definitely like I was I rewatched the first season recently. It definitely feels very heavily inspired by these movies, right? Mm -hmm. uh, specific, rather than just like the comics, right? Yeah, uh, I haven't gotten through the entire. That's fine. That's season. fine. I'm just yeah. I, I watched the first season, so mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, this is really like I could see how this was inspired by um, right. the movies yeah because we, we, we do have to we have to take in mind that uh spectacular spider-man did come out after the films so um god i i i know i'm sticking to this topic for just a couple more seconds but um sticking like spider-man yay <laughs> spider-man themed episode um i hate that they canceled spectacular spider-man because i've only seen like four or five episodes and i'm just like this is like the best Spider-Man comment and content that we've seen in television True. ever. It is. And it's just like, oh gosh. It's like But it wasn't popular enough to continue. Mm. Uh okay. Aunt May and Peter come home and uh or sorry, uh Aunt May and Peter come home from the graduation and Peter goes to his room thinking about Uncle Ben not being there. Aunt May says this line. Hot, hot chocolate will do things to you, man. I'm telling you right now. Uh, he, he never, he never, uh, Ame says this line. Mm -mm. He never doubted the man you'd grow into, how you were meant for, how you were meant for great things. You, you won't disappoint him. Look, I understand we haven't even seen Spider-Man 2 yet, and I'm already talking about Tom Holland's Spidey, but... This is the same way Tony felt about Peter. This is why I'm in the minority of people who actually likes the Tony as Peter's mentor storyline. Um, well, yeah, that's, I guess that's a preview for your, the, the uh, MCU Spider-Man movies, but I totally agree. 
Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, there's not much I can say without going into my opinion on those movies, but right. Yeah. (laughs) Gosh, if only if only the day was longer. We can just talk about all the films now. It's just like, ah, okay. Um, why did I write this? Um, is it me or was one of the interviewees Jeremy Renner? Interviewees for what? When, uh, when, when, when? Okay, so now Peter is now Spider Man, and uh, you know, there's uh, there's news reports, and they're P- new the the. Uh, People, they're interviewing uh, people of, of New York City, and one of the guys, um, I think he's like bald head, he's like, I don't like this guy. Something like that. <laughs> if you can find the clip. Hang on. Let me see. <laughs> I don't know why I'm bringing this up now, but I'm... You know what's funny? Um, I was watching Cosmonaut Variety Hour on Spider-Man 1, and uh, he says that the best part of this movie are the extras. They're funny. They're yeah, really they're funny. Overall, it's hilarious. He shoots ropes out of his wrists and he climbs the ropes like a spider web. <laughs> I, I found the scene. I don't think Jeremy Renner is in this though. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I, I checked the cat. I checked the cast on IMDb, but like, it's just like, if it looks, it's look. He looks similar to Jeremy Renner. I don't know why, but by the way, a lot of I see a lot of people saying that. They don't like MCU Spider-Man because he didn't make his own suit. They're mm. like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. They both they made their own suits. They they did it themselves. And it's like they did, but that's like the most dis like <laughs> that holds that's most, the most... most disbelief. It's like the, this uh, recently high school graduate would not have the facilities to make such a high quality Spider-Man suit. Forget about facilities. Like he doesn't have enough money to make that suit. And exactly. You're t- and you're telling me that he has a flexible suit that fits him, that's durable, and like looks cool at the same can time. See no out way. of apparently. It's just like I, I don't understand. I don't. How also- does he, like? <laughs> yeah. Like I guess the implication is he sewed it himself. But like, it's too high quality for that. And it's like people are always like, "He made it himself." It's like <laughs> Deadpool does a better job at this. Deadpool does a better job at this. I'm just saying, I mean, Deadpool does a better. Who, job. who made Deadpool's suit is not very important, but people like to use this as a reason why MCU Spider-Man is is not as good. I, and it's like, I don't. It I doesn't don't, make sense. <laughs> I don't find that valid because because that is one of the most confusing and most unrealistic things of these two series of films is that like he makes the suit okay um and look look, i mean look even even look even peter parker i i hate to i hate to spoil this but you need to i mean if anyone hasn't pretty much everyone almost everyone has seen civil war and you see his homemade suit yeah, so it looks like, like something like, that somebody could actually make on a limited budget. <laughs> I like, don't understand. So, I mean, if they if they really wanted it, if I mean, what if what if he actually just wore his homemade suit for the entire run of Spider-Man, Tom Holland? They could they would Oh, Tom Holland? Yeah, like wearing like the weird goggle, like the homemade well, the goggles thing is, and everything. He doesn't have to because there's a reason he has a a quality suit. I know, but that it's makes just sense like in the universe. Uh, I don't know, man. It's like I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I love the fact that t- Tom Holland gets his suit instead of making his suit. 
It's it's like he got a loan or like he made some shady deals to get money for the suit. It's like I don't understand, but Tom Holland makes so much sense, and I I don't. But he's I don't Iron like... Man Junior. <laughs> anyway, the suit looks really good though. I'm a, I, yeah, I'm I'm really glad that we're both on the same page. I'm I'm wondering how Sean's gonna feel about this because fun fact, everybody, uh, uh, the Jair Bully Manager himself, Sean Receiver, is actually supposed to be a part of this uh, review review. However, uh, he's not gonna be here this week because uh, he's uh, out there filming a short film. However, I felt a bit sus earlier because around like 11:30, he was on Discord, and I assumed like, is he gonna surprise drop on us? But then, but then. I made this I made this voice channel private so no one can surprise us. So there you go. Uh okay, here we go. This this is one of the, okay, going back to the notes though. This is one of the best fucking things of this entire trilogy. I think I know what you're going to say. JK Simmons <laughs> enters and this is where the movie gets better. Oh, and Peter becomes Spider-Man, but whatever. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that he's been referenced. Uh, Spider-Man. Who cares? Who cares? J.K. Yeah, Simmons Jonah is here, Jameson man. Is here. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot tell you. I'm being serious, by the way. I'm not joking. J.K. Simmons is one of the best things of these movies. He's honestly one of the best things of anything he's in. Like he's like he's definitely one of my favorite actors of all time. He's just so good. I, I, I loved him in Terminator Genesis. I loved him in... <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you have to say that? <laughs> because it's such a good joke. Because that movie was bad. Yeah. But yeah, obviously yeah, Terminator Genesis best. is one of those examples of like, oh, the movie's bad, but I still enjoyed it. Anyways. Ah. ah where are we? Oh, we're an hour in. How fun. Okay. Wait, do you have anything else to say about J. Jonah Jameson? I mean, is there anything I can say that hasn't been said already in the universe? I mean... <laughs> I, uh, I guess not. Yeah. I mean, he's the best. He's amazing. And he's back. Like, I personally... Yeah, I exactly. I personally can't see anyone else playing J. Jonah Jameson. And that's why I feel like that's why they didn't show him off in... Amazing Spider-Man. They didn't even try Amazing Spider-Man. And I have actually I have heard that they were intending to put him in the Amazing Spider-Man 3 as well. So they just Oh he's man. Just, he can't be replaced. Like he's too good. Well, in the PS4 game, whoever plays him in that does a pretty good job as well. Actually. For sure. Yeah, I know. I'm not I'm not complaining with that. Uh I have a funny anecdote. Go ahead. Um one year when I went to Comic Con. I was dressed as Spider-Man. Oh I was walking up to the convention center and there was a guy dressed as JJJ there. And he's yelling, he's doing the voice really well. <laughs> like, like the best I've ever heard somebody emulate him. And I'm like, I go up to him I'm like, um, I'm impressed that you're doing this voice all day. And he's like, I sing in a metal band on my free time. <laughs> I'm like, that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm J. Jonah Jameson, and welcome to my Metallica fan. <laughs> I mean, it's like his voice is obviously very strong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Has to be Could the, you imagine the... J.K. Simmons being in a band? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bud. 
That's rough, buddy. Okay. Uh, um, you know, uh, you know, I know he's the villain, and he does kill a bunch of people, which is wrong. But I can't help but feel bad for uh, Norman. I mean, I feel like there's a there's an inherent question in the movie, like whether his split personality is self-induced. Like, it's kind of unclear whether he's actually confused um, when he wakes up or if he's just putting on an act for Harry and maybe even himself. Mm. I think that's an intentional mystery about the movie. Like, is he is he actually losing his memory when he's Goblin? Are they actually two personalities? Or is he just doing it to... Um, I maybe try to, like, uh, make himself still feel innocent or something. I think it's that, because when he wakes up, you do see, like, the flash of, like, oh, him being in the lab. So that's yeah. a possibility, but I don't know. You have, a, you have a point. You have a good point there. I mean, but yeah, he was, like, he became a goblin just because he was trying to save his company. Right. And he had to test on himself. Yeah. And, uh... Okay, uh, moving on. Uh, you know, at first you'd think Harry would be a better man to MJ, but nope. I mean, MJ's not being a particularly good to him either. <laughs> I Did we skip the scene where, uh, where uh, Peter meets her on the street after she came out of her diner job? Yeah, this is after. This is after. It's like, why aren't you? Why doesn't he know where you're working? Why are you dating him if you're not even gonna talk to him? Like, <laughs> once again, I wanted to wait until Spider-Man Two, but here's okay. Here's the thing: the the problem the problem with MJ in these movies is communication. She is not communicating with anybody. Any she's fucking bad. Person. She's a she's bad really, girlfriend. She's really, really bad. She's no disrespect to Kirsten Dunst. Okay, she's just, hypocritical. Yeah. Yeah, once again, the whatever character. whatever whatever things we're saying about the characters, this has nothing to do with the actors. I just want to make that clear, unless if it's like really obvious. But other than that, Kirsten Dunst, Tobey Maguire, everyone is great. They're great. Um, I don't know if they're great people in real life, but I'm just <laughs> you don't know, right? Like never meet your heroes. I don't fucking know. But the point is that like yeah, you're right. MJ is the fucking worst in these movies. It's like, why are they even fighting over her? She's just... I don't know. But, uh, yeah. I don't fucking know. Um, what are we talking about again? We were talking about how uh, Harry's not a good boyfriend to MJ. Uh, but I that's... Mean, he's trying, at least. <laughs> I mean, he's trying, but he's also not at the same time. What are your reasons? Um. Well, where where is he? Because... Oh no, this is after. So this, uh, let me get to the Thanksgiving scene. Then I'll bring okay. that up. Yeah, this movie's a Thanksgiving movie, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Iron Man 3. Wait, okay, okay, let me ask you this. Because this, was, this question was asked earlier today to me. It, do you consider Iron Man 3 as a Christmas movie? Yes, it's undoubtedly a okay. Christmas movie. There's no question about that. Okay. The entire thing takes place at Christmas time. I was, I was about to end the stream. I kid you not. I was about to hit that end stream. I don't know why it's even a, a question on the internet. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, oh, don't want to click on that. <laughs> okay. Um, 
wow. So Harry sees Peter all the way down on the Okay, so this is this is uh the first fight scene between uh Green uh Green Goblin and Peter, uh Spider-Man. Um wow. So Harry sees Peter all the way down on the street looking up at him and decides to go inside to avoid him. That's cold. What the f Ah. Oh. Did you did you notice that? Yeah. I, it's it's just <laughs> it's so weird it's like they're supposed to be best friends but at the same time they're not i guess it's because one he knew peter really liked mj and he decided to start dating her anyway so he probably feels bad about that and two uh he knows that his dad loves peter more than him <laughs> oh my god so he's probably a little bit bitter about that as well That'd honestly another thing to consider i think it's probably because like he didn't Harry didn't invite Peter up there or something like that. You know, he couldn't have gotten some good shots for the Daily Bugle over there. You know what I'm saying? But, you know. Um, okay. Let's get into some action, shall we? As Green Goblin arrives and throws a pumpkin bomb at the supports of the, of the structure, Peter isn't making any reaction at all. He's looking all epic when his friends are up there. Everyone's freaking out. Uh, and Peter's like, how dare he? He's straight. This is the impression that he has. He's just like, explosions. Everything just happening in the background. That's it. He's Basically. not just like, and it, it, it I, I don't know. I find that scene a bit annoying. Or that shot, I should say. We could talk about Goblin's costume. Go ahead. Um, it looks cool. I like that it has the, like, I don't know what it's called. I guess pearlescent effect. Oh, yeah. Or, like, uh, yeah. like purple in certain lights. Mm -hmm. That's cool. It's like green and purple. Also, However, a nice little reference to the actual comic book, uh, Green Goblin. It's crazy that they <laughs> decided to cover up Willem Dafoe's face. <laughs> like, it's, it's bonkers that they did that. I, I have no idea why. Because he's so expressive, and it's just like you didn't need to put a mask on him, and especially when in the comics, like Green Goblin just has a fucking goblin face. Like give him a go give him a, a prosthetic goblin face, <laughs> so he mm. can express. And I in the pre-production or I guess test stuff, they were they were thinking about giving him a prosthetic face so that he could express, but they decided to give him the weird military mask instead. Right, but I mean, to be it's fair, a weird choice. yeah, I mean, but at the same time, in the story, you know, he didn't want anyone to know that he was Norman Osborn, so I mean, it makes sense. He could still like have a weird goblin face, it could hide his identity. It was the 2000s, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a bad reason. That's such a bad excuse. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's not I don't know um okay let's move on but yeah no i agree i think this is i think that it was a great choice to go with this kind of like power ranger like green goblin suit i don't i don't think it was a good choice to be clear oh really i think, I think they should have shown his face no but i'm talking about like the body armor and everything maybe i mean it would have been completely different if his face had been a... mm -hmm. i mean that's why his costume's being changed in in no way home i'm pretty sure to show his face yeah 
Yeah. Well, Willem Dafoe was talking about this uh, yesterday because he was uh, he was talking about it, and he still thinks the suit is uncomfortable. I feel so well, bad for him. He still had to put on the old suit for a little while. Yeah. Um. Okay. If you pay close attention, there's a Stan Lee cameo somewhere in there. Yeah, he pulls somebody out of the way. Russell, you gave away the cameo. Ah, oh, Russell, we gotta end the stream. You ruined it. You ruined the movie. You ruined I always the movie. thought it. I'm pretty sure this is his first cameo ever, and I thought it was funny how like really how much or he did X Men come out before this? No idea. I, don't I haven't seen X Men. I don't know if he's in X Men anyway, but this is one of his first cameos ever. Pretty sure. So I'll look this up. I thought it was funny how like how like understated it is compared to. Uh, ones that came after, even in like, I can't remember if it's Spider Man 2 or 3, but he just he has like a whole line of dialogue that he says to Peter at one point. Oh, uh, where in either Spider Man 2 or 3, I can't remember which one it was. Spider Man like, 2, or wait, yeah, Spider Man, he's like, Spider Man 3, sorry, Spider Man 3. Amazing how one person can make such a difference, and I'm like. <laughs> I just thought it's funny how much how he has a whole line of dialogue in that one, but then in this first one, he's like he's in it for half a second, pulling somebody out of the way. Honestly, he's one of like the side heroes. He's he's a, he's a hero there. I mean, if you, if you really really think about it, but I mean, if you're gonna think of him as a generic cameo, then sure, buddy, go ahead. My, my point is just like it's very understated as a cameo. Mm -hmm. Uh Early days in Evil Ambulances, the year 1989 brought his first Marvel movie cameo, sort of in the form of a wordless appearance as a member of the jury in the made-for-TV movie, The Trial of the Incredible Hulk. But it was around that time that Stan <laughs> his first on-screen appearance in a feature film. What the hell? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh that's freaking hilarious, man. <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, uh, I'll I'll bring it up again uh, in Spider-Man Three. The exact words that he said, but anyways, let's keep moving on because uh, it is one o'clock and we do have to get through this. I have like like twenty twenty six more notes to give out. So, uh, although this is one of the coolest shots in comic book movie history, ripping his shirt open, revealing his Spider-Man suit in public is not such a great idea, buddy. <laughs> I mean, Superman does the same thing, so. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Superman goes down an alley usually. Yeah. Or he Spider goes Spider Man a... just shows it to everybody. Yeah. It's like, wait a second. Yeah. Hilarious. My dog is. Screaming. I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. My dog is having a problem with us. He's like, yeah, this is a problem. I don't like this. Spider Peter showing off his spider suit in public is something I do not want to say. Uh, okay. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, and I'm not even Christian, funny thing. Uh, Spider-Man shows up, a girl points that out. Spidey kicks Gobby off his glider, and the glider flying out of control into a balloon. Um, which is connected to a structure that is coming down on a little kid. Spidey, from a very far distance, says, Come on, kid. Come on, move, kid. Uh, look, I get it. I might be harsh about this. I might be too harsh about this. But I'd assume Spider-Man would just go straight for the kid. In filmmaking terms, cut cut out that shot slash line and just cut straight to when Spidey's running towards the kid. 
Yeah, I don't know why <laughs> he like yells for the kid to get out of the way and then just waits. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's oh my gosh. Oh boy. Okay. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, I love the sounds that Gobby makes. It's kind of a comedy right there. You know when when he's when he's knocked out, he he gets up. The cops are around. And he goes like he's he's staring. He gets up and he's like. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, he's so good. Oh my god. Mm. Also, it's funny how you can actually see his his mouth moving in in the in the uh mask Yeah, mouth. if only we could see his whole face. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um impressive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh okay. That's Oh, it. I love this. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I love the shot where Goblin punches him back and he hits the light post and it falls down onto a guy. And he's just like, ugh. It's so unnecessary. People get hurt in this movie. It's hilarious. (laughs) This one guy gets gets destroyed for no reason. What did I do wrong to you? Right before that, that's when Goblin says impressive. And his mouth doesn't move when he says that. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing is that most of these shots when he's talking and you actually look closely because I'm watching this on a bigger screen and I'm seeing it in 4K. You you can't even see. He, it's literally like this. Mm. <laughs> I mean, most dialogue is ADR, I guess. Yeah. But most of it it's is. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's... It's corny. Let it be. It's a quick thing. You won't see it unless yeah. you pause. Yeah. Um. Okay. That that suit is pretty durable. Saying that he gets smashed, gets his face smashed into a window several times. Spider Man or Goblin? Spider Man. I mean, it seems to get less durable as the films go on. Yeah. <laughs> it gets more messed up in the next two. Mm-hmm. And it's, this one, it's pretty. It's funny intact. because some people say like, okay, the, end. the suit is more updated every 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 movie, and it feels like honestly to me. It just feels like he's using the same suit ever since I the didn't first notice movie. Either. I heard that too. I heard that there's a different suit in the second and third one, but I did not notice. Maybe there's a difference in texture quality, but other than that, I I didn't see anything, man. I did not see anything. Yeah, it's a subtle difference, I guess. Um, I know this happened so that uh, Spidey and MJ had a moment, but why didn't he just leave her there safely? Like, why do you have to swing all the way across the city? <laughs> I don't know. So she could be on that specific rooftop, I guess. <laughs> it's like he wanted also, to. Yeah. yeah, there's there's an amazing shot in there. I don't know if you know about it or noticed it, but <laughs> there's a shot of uh, him swinging with MJ holding on to him, and she's like hugging him, and like he's it's the back of his head, and you can tell that that's just like a dummy of him. It's not actually him. She's just hugging a dummy of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay. Willem Dafoe talking to himself was a solid performance. Also, I, f- I feel like this is what Venom should have acted like in three. Like talking to an alternate version of, or talking to himself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> there's a lot of things that Venom should have done differently how how he should have been different 
honestly, and I know we're not there yet, but I'm going to say it anyways. I just don't even think it's Venom. I just think it, there's a symbiote covering Eddie Brock. That's it. I don't think it's... Yeah, we can talk about that once we get to the movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay, yeah. So after the after the Willem Dafoe chit-chat, uh, boy, oh boy, does Gobby love his jump scares. Because that's a thing in I these mean, movies. More like Sam Raimi likes his jump scares because he's a horror director. Yeah, I didn't realize that until now. Uh, There's ha- definitely a lot of horror elements in these movies. Have you have you seen Ash vs. Evil Dead? I haven't seen it yet. I've seen uh, Evil Dead 2. Is it good? Yeah. yeah. I've heard Evil Dead 2 is like... Like, you don't even need to see the first one to enjoy it. Oh, really? Like, and I've heard it's a lot better than the first one. Even though the first one's all right. Yeah. Man. But yeah, it's good. I guess, I guess you could say Sam Raimi is pretty good at sequels, am I right? <laughs> There's three of those. Three Spider-Mans. Uh, by the way, JJJ protecting... P- so so this is when... So this is when... Um, so this is when... Uh, JJJ... So we're at the Daily Bugle and Gobby shows up. I... I love how uh, JJJ, so JJJ protecting Peter by tell, not telling P- Gabi was a moment I didn't notice before, and I love it very much. Yeah, that's a good, good scene. Like JJJ might hate honorable. Spider-Man, but like he's a good guy. You know what I mean? I mean, he's not a good guy, but he's at least honorable. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he's he's yeah he's more he's mostly good. I would say mm-hmm. he's kind of a dick. But he's a good person at heart. Yeah, and then, uh, and then you know, Gavi says a little something like "slave." What? I don't remember that. When he's when he's spraying Spidey with the gas. Oh yeah, slave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love I, how. Yeah. He just turns around and sleep. <laughs> okay, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> watching it right now sleep <laughs> oh my it's like why didn't you use that earlier sir yeah <laughs> seems pretty useful uh uh so peter runs into mj again and at this point i believe toby Maguire plays the greatest peter parker i mean would you say so agree disagree i mean he does i think he does a good job overall mm-hmm. okay that's fair. I'm not, I, I know. I know a lot of people are like he's the best Peter Parker and right. Andrew's the best Spider Man. But it's like I'm tired of that discourse. So right. No, no, I I totally agree. But like as of right now, like just because I'm watching these films as like I've never seen Amazing Spider Man. I haven't. I've never seen the MCU Spider Man. I'm watching it like that. So just so I can have a clear mind. So that's why, um, even though I love how I just said that, and I've been referencing the future Spider-Man films, uh, but no, like I, I'm just thinking like so far, like this is the because later on, I'm not even gonna rank them, but like that was just my th- thought at the moment. Uh, so uh, you're telling me it was so. This is when uh, MJ is getting uh, attacked in the alleyway, and it's raining. You're telling me it was so dark that you couldn't see Spidey's face? MJ, you need to get an eye checkup. Also, how did she not pick up on the I was in the neighborhood? Because five minutes ago, Peter says, 
I was in the neighborhood. And then five minutes later, Spidey says, I was in the neighborhood. Well, the, my question is, how did he not even have time to put on his mask? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he put on the rest of his suit. I guess maybe he's wearing it under his clothes, but, like, <laughs> he can't. Choop. He puts yeah. his mask on and takes it off all the time. Yeah, and then she cheats on Harry by kissing him. <laughs> yeah. Just, <laughs> MJ, stop being bad. <laughs> okay. I, I'm not sure if you're going to like this this note, but I have to I have to point this out. Yeah, years later and that iconic kiss scene is still hot. If Michael Bay directed this, it would have just made you horny. That's just my honest opinion here. <laughs> because you, you have to admit that's true, though. If Michael Bay directed these movies, this would just make you horny all the time. Michael Bay directed these movies and they I wouldn't see them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly the point. You would you would never seen you would never watch these movies because it was directed by Michael Bay. Um Gobby using stock woman's scream sounds is hilarious. <laughs> and now I'm just thinking of him like going to the computer and looking stock screaming yeah. sound effects. <laughs> Ah, this is a good one. He goes, no, no, he goes. He goes, to, drive. he goes to Oscorp, and he's like, "Listen, I need you to scream into this microphone. <laughs> I need some. I need some. I need some yeah. uh, foley. I need some." He's dressed as an old lady. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. So predictable. <laughs> Nobody says no to me. Uh, okay, so still in the scene. Um. Mm, mm. So, quote, it's you, it's you who's out, Gabby. Out of your mind. I <laughs> yes, feel like, I feel like that should have sounded very Spider-Man quip-like, but it didn't for me. Also, no, that's, that's not very good, but it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's a time for everything, Spidey. He doesn't even quip that much in this movie, I noticed. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't he quip doesn't a lot in the rest of the He's, movies. There's at least, yeah. like, two. His quips. quips aren't even very good. No. Like the one that I noticed was him earlier when when JJ is getting attacked by Goblin in his office, and he webs his mouth. And he's like, "Mom and Dad, right now the big boys that yeah, Mom and Dad are talking." <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's not even funny, and it's just kind of being rude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and people say Andrew McGuire is an asshole. Andrew McGuire. <laughs> Andrew McGuire. Oh no. <laughs> Andrew Garfield, sorry. Yes, it's. I got you. Been a long day. Um, yeah, we'll see how. I, I haven't seen the Amazing Spider-Man movies in a while, so I'll see how much of an asshole he is. Oh, Honestly, I'm I, I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I haven't eaten any breakfast. This this this. What this, about your granola bar? This granola bar. I I'm waiting for the break, man. I'm waiting for the break. Um. Okay. So now uh, we're we're getting to the to the iconic thanksgiving scene because obviously it's so iconic because it's a thanksgiving movie so it's so iconic yeah uh okay so harry is honestly just trying to impress his father he's not really thinking about mj if you really think about it correct um yikes so when norman comes to harry and when okay so when harry when norman comes to harry and peter's place for thanksgiving he meets mj and gives her a creepy look. I did not see that the first time. I would assume that's the that's the performance enhancer talking, but ugh. I think it's the uh 
the creepy look is just because he was like gonna kill her like ten minutes ago. <laughs> ten minutes ago, or a couple of days ago, I guess. I don't remember how long it was. Also, it's so funny that. Also, now that you bring that up, hello, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my dear. Oh, it's hilarious, so man. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that reminds me of something I forgot. Mm -hmm. Um, the he Goblin has a pumpkin bomb that just turns people into skeletons and disintegrates them entirely, and he uses it one time. <laughs> it's right. Like, that's so powerful. Like you can't get a government contract with that. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's it's so it's so hilarious because I don't even think he uses it in. In the later scenes at all i think that's no, the only the thing next, like i'm just like i was thinking when i watched spider-man 3 like harry uses pumpkin bombs a few times but he never uses the skeleton ones right yeah exactly i guess they all must right. have nerfed it i guess yeah okay thanksgiving scene yeah, yeah 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 so um is a drop of blood really that loud enough oh wait norman well, has the enhancer never mind. yeah man he has uh, blood on the floor. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I was gonna delete note sixty six. Uh, when uh the note that says that Harry is honestly just trying to impress his father. He doesn't care about MJ. Uh, I was gonna delete note sixty six, but man, I, was I wrong? First, Norman insults MJ. Then MJ calls Norman out, and Harry gets pissed <laughs> off at her for calling his dad a creep. He needs to get his priorities straight. He's blinded by wanting approval. Yeah. I guess. So fucking weird. Also, I love the, I love the shot where <laughs> he's like eating out of the food plate. Oh yeah. And Anme's like <laughs> yeah. What is that by the hand. way? That actually looks kind of good. I, I don't know. And then he's just like mm. and he like licks his fingers <laughs> <laughs> the worst way possible. Oh my god. Willem Dafoe is just such a fucking delight in this movie. Uh, so Harry walks in on Peter and MJ after Peter gave the gr that great speech, which is very romantic and require a bit more of. Um, well, let me just say that I really, I think it's, I think it's really fun how Norman like figures out that Peter is Spider Man over the course of that scene. Oh yeah, with the blood, and then uh, at the dinner, and he has the cut, and he's just like. Like, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like that SpongeBob meme. All right, I'm out. <laughs> it's like what? Like, God, Norman, he doesn't know your Gobby. Calm down. Just have just have a good meal, man. Yeah, I always forgot about that. That that Peter doesn't even know that Norman is Goblin until the very end. It's like, I guess. I've always taken it for granted that they're the same person that everybody knew, but like it's not. It's a secret. Right, exactly. Um Okay, so once again, uh okay, so moving on. Spidey has mentioned MJ's name yet again. Uh oh wait, sorry, uh not yet again. Uh Spidey has mentioned his mentioned MJ's name, yet she's never asked how he knows her name. I know Peter brings it up <laughs> later, but still what like like during the during the festival scene hold on mary jane how did like is does that I is that she just, she just didn't hear maybe 
That might be the idea. This is something through the course of these movies. Oh, it? Spider-Man knows my name. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, okay, so we skip all the way to the to the last scene where uh, Gabi's holding MJ and the and the kids. Uh, so Spidey's ho Spidey's holding on to the thing with the, what what is that thing called? I my brain is just not working with. I, I, I don't know. A lift? A cable car. Cable car, yeah. No, no, that's not right. But wait, there's a scene before that when Aunt May gets blown up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh! <laughs> She's in the hospital. Finish it! Oh! Finish the sentence! <laughs> finish this. Gobby's just like, finish the sentence. Oh, man. Yeah, the scene in the hospital is really funny. That was though. so over the top, though. I was those like, eyes, those yellow eyes. <laughs> and Peter's like, he knows who I am. <laughs> it's hilarious how they're able to like connect all of this. Uh, but anyways, uh, so Spidey's holding on to the thing with the kids in it, uh, and Gavi shows up. Wait, what? Gavi shows up with a blade on his glider, zooming towards Spidey until a, a bunch of New Yorkers start throwing things at him to distract him. I like this bit. One of them says, you pick on Spidey, you pick on New York. I like that. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Yeah. <laughs> I love how they're just throwing things. And how, like, yeah. Gavi could throw a pumpkin bomb at him, but I don't think he does. <laughs> ah. Yeah, I love, I love how that scene shows, like, people of New York like Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, oh he boy. effect on them. Yeah. So, it takes a pumpkin bomb to start damaging the suit. Wow, it must be pretty. It's, uh, it must be pretty expensive for a pump for a pump for it to take yeah. a pumpkin bomb. <laughs> to, uh, yeah, the first time the suit is damaged, <laughs> the very end. Uh. Uh, okay, here we go. Okay, that whole sequence of Gobby being stabbed by the glider is hilarious. The Peter, acting... it's me. It was the goblin who did it. <laughs> the acting and the editing. I, I have to say, I don't know if you realize this. Maybe you can look it up and, and f find this. But, like, there's, like, that cut of him, like, noticing. And there's, like, a cut to another shot where he's just, like... And then there's another cut to a shot where he's just, he's just like, so normal. And he's, like, oh... oh. Oh, <laughs> Godspeed! Godspeed, Spider-Man! Spider <laughs> I love that. Oh my God, dude! Oh, uh, uh, like, oh, I'm gonna don't tell Harry. Yeah, don't tell Harry. And then he's just like, he's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That whole sequence is great. Just every line that comes out of Goblin's mouth is iconic. I know, man. Gosh, I can't wait for him in No Way Home. Please let there be yeah. more. I don't care if it's bad or corny writing. I just want more Willem Dafoe. Um, but anyways, uh, I got four more notes. Well, in the interview you mentioned, he's talking about how Gollum has a philosophy now. Oh, does he? I, I didn't watch the whole thing, but like... Okay. He's like, he's he like was... yeah, now that I've... Because I, I, I asked him like what it's like to come back to the character. He's like... He's like, yeah, I have a philosophy now. I have something to say. <laughs> something I to think, say. I think it'll be interesting. 
I have something to say. But that's well, the thing, though. You can't, make, you can't make a meme out of this. That's infinitely... There's infinite possibilities to that. Because I, when he says, I have something to say, it could be, uh, you know, I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. Or, Godspeed, <laughs> Spider-Man. It could be anything. This is how good this movie is for him. Is that, like, you can take any line that he says in this movie and put it into that meme. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, feel, this feels more like a meme review rather than a review review. <laughs> Okay. Well, the whole movie's a meme, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, Alright, here we go. We're getting close to the break, ladies and gentlemen. I completely forgot we're doing a show. Uh, so, now Harry hates uh, Spider-Man because uh, Spider-Man brings Norman's body to Harry. Harry uh, walks in on him. So now Harry hates Spider-Man. MJ loves Peter, but well, Peter can't be with... Uh. How, how selfish is it for Norman to be like, don't tell Harry? It's like... Why do you care? You've hated Harry your whole life, his whole life, yeah. <laughs> and now you don't want him to know you're the Green Goblin. It's like, and you're gonna pass off all the blame to to Peter, to Spider Man, so you think Spider Man killed him. It's like, why do you suddenly care about your son's what your son thinks of you? Yeah. It's, oh God, it's like okay that 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 line wasn't even that like valuable to me like it wasn't that like impactful as it should have been because there's no there's not a single like i mean that i mean the opening scene when like you know they're in the roles or something i guess that's kind of nice bless you i think that's kind of nice but like it's not enough to be like this is a great father-son it's not the point is it's not a good relationship no uh but yeah, uh, MJ loves Peter, but Peter can't be with her. Friend zone her. Friend zones her pretty much. He friend zones her because he's trying to save Harry's, like, because she's still dating Harry at this point. She never broke up with him, I'm pretty sure. Really? I'm pretty sure. And so he's, I'm pretty sure he's trying to save Harry's heart from being snapped in half, maybe. No, <laughs> it's because he's Spider Man. <laughs> I don't know. I I I, I get sure that, that I get that reason I get that reason is 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 somewhat stupid, but at the same time, it makes sense because he doesn't want her to get hurt. I guess that's, so. That's it. But other than that, that I yeah, it's like I think she is still dating Harry at that point, though. Technically, mm-hmm. I don't think she ever breaks up with him. Well, I, I think maybe Harry does though, because remember Harry walks in in the hospital and he sees that. He sees that, uh, you know, um, let me, let me, oh, hold on. Uh, yeah, so he walks in, uh, he sees that Peter and MJ are holding hands, and then he's just like, <gasps> and then, and then the next scene is like, and then he, you know, Harry's sees his father, they hug it out, and then, you know, Green Goblin goes, ah, and then, you know, the rest of the movie happens. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, and then, like, it's, it's hilarious that Peter took that one bit. To be like, okay, yeah, he's she's cheating on me. Oh, what? It's like I, don't... I mean, she is though. <laughs> she she kissed Spider Man. As all the, yeah, but also, not Peter. Into, he's well. Harry doesn't <laughs> know that Spider Man, and also she's interested in Peter. So as far as she is concerned, she is cheating with two different people. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah, so you know what I I uh. 
So okay, so so when the, when the two kiss at the very end of the movie, uh, so she may so MJ makes this weird face, touches her lips as if she realizes something, because it's it's I think it's indicating that like oh maybe she recognizes that kiss, she thinks maybe yeah, he is Spider-Man, and so I didn't pick up on that. I think you're absolutely right though. Yeah, it's hilarious. She's like I recognize those lips, those supple lips, ah. supple spider lips. <laughs> In the third one, she's like, I think I've always known. It's like, or the second one, I guess. Second one, yeah. <laughs> I think I've always known. It's I'm like, going to get into that. Trust me. Uh, uh, I'm, 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 I'm not get... so sure, MJ. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, was, was, was the main motive of the movie just protect, protecting MJ? Was that the main motive of the movie? <laughs> I know I mean, this is a joke. Was... No, I know this note is a okay. joke, but like, still, is like, it, I understand in the end, it's him being Spider Man and understanding his responsibilities, but like at the same time, it's just like, guess mm. I don't know. I don't know either, man. These fucking movies. Okay, so here's like my final note of like, like my my review of it. Like, like this is what I think of it overall. It's a mess, by the way. But I just want everyone to know that I love this movie. So, like, most of this is just ramble, rambling. Because remember, I I did this. Uh, all these films, I watched all. Of, I rewatched them because I watched them one time in the morning, and then I had homework, and then I watched these at like twelve at night. And pausing them took them like three hours. So, uh, okay. So this was my second viewing today. I love all of these movies. Even quote, the bad ones. Uh, they are a part of my life. They're nostalgia, which uh, now that I think about it, it's not an excuse to say that these movies are good or great, I should say. They're good movies. They're not great. Um, and it's a bit difficult for me to say that I dislike them. Now, I already said that Tobey Maguire makes a great Peter Parker. I've yet to say whether or not he's a great Spider-Man. Uh, Willem Dafoe and J.K. Sims are the highlights of the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know this is Tobey Maguire's movie, but I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that he's the best part of the movie. <laughs> let's be let's be honest here. <laughs> he's not the best part of the movie. Uh, honestly, this was a film released all the way back in 2002. I can understand most of the flaws due to the film being a bit dated. But other than that, this is a solid Spider-Man movie, and I can I and I only give it the respect and love for it being the root of many of the future Spider-Man films. This is an iconic film for being the first and giving inspiration to the future Spider-Man films. Uh, I I certainly can't wait to see Green Goblin in No Way Home. Yeah, I didn't write anything, but um, I agree. I think this movie is is really good, especially for the time. Um, it helped kick off like quality superhero movies and prove that they can be successful and entertaining and really good. And I think overall it's really entertaining. It's, it's, uh, it has good action it has good, like effects and stuff. The act, the, the characters are good for the most part, but a few of them are really great. Like you said, Goblin and, and, uh, JJ are standouts iconic roles to this day so much so that they are still being in they're still in movies 20 years later like Not that's extremely special that they have had this effect and uh i mean toby Maguire as well obviously most likely coming back in, in no way home Still not confirmed, but pretty likely at this point. They're 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 not going to confirm it until the until the movie comes out. 
yeah, and that's for the best. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean this this movie is iconic. Like that's the best way to describe it. It kind of like it um, it defined a generation of superhero movies. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Um, I mean, yeah, I think, well, yeah. I, I've like. I think a lot of people do have, oh, like, everybody loves this movie. People who grew up with this movie love it. And I think that nostalgia does blind people to some of its flaws, which it definitely does have. Yeah. But it is good. And I think it deserves to be considered one of the best superhero movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like you said, th- this movie certainly has flaws. I'm not going to, I mean, look, I love the fucking Transformers movies, but even deep down, <laughs> I know they have a lot of fucking flaws but yeah the but difference this, here is that this is mostly pretty good yeah 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 no i can agree i can agree this movie this movie is like, better this is, this is legitimately good instead of ironically good yeah yeah, yeah 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 exactly um but yeah no um i mean like you said despite all of its flaws in uh you know today um it's still an enjoyable watch i feel like anyone can watch this movie and they can still be entertained so yeah, yeah it holds up I mean, it mostly holds up. <laughs> it's pretty cheesy, but it's like it's like a it's a comic book movie. It's like it's a very exemplary comic book movie. Like it leans into that format. Like newer ones are are try to be very realistic, and that's that's good too in its own way. But this has its own style. It's very stylish, mm-hmm. and it leans into that style. And for better or for worse, it it sticks with it, and it like it works for the most part. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, folks, with that, uh, with that all said, that was a f- that was fun. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we are now going to take our ten minute break because I am hungry as fuck, <laughs> and I need I need to uh, I need some water as well. Uh, and so um, we're gonna take ten and we're gonna take a ten minute break for those who are gonna be watching this later on uh on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, there's gonna, the next episode, um, will be cut into a separate episode, so you go check that out, go ahead and leave this, but, uh, yeah, that's about it, uh, if you like this episode, uh, definitely stay tuned for the next one, and, uh, yeah, we will, uh, we'll, we'll see you all in 10 minutes. Yeah, in 10 minutes. You see, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to transition and make, like, oh, we're taking a 10 minute break, and this is the end of the episode, so... I'm just going to the first just end of first movie discussion. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Russell's got it. You see? And we have intermission. Yeah. Thank you so much, Russell. All right, everyone. We will see you very, very soon. 